Fish B. Hey, Fish B, turn off the music, man. Fish B, we're trying to do the show right now. Fish B, turn off the music. I love Danny Brown as much as the next guy, but it... Can you turn it off, please? I'm sorry. Sorry, Fishby. Yeah, we, uh, we're going to do this show. That's, of course, uh, Danny Brown Ain't It Funny from one of my favorite records ever, Atrocity Exhibition. So, anyway. Uh, how are you? How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm fine. I've been show prepping all day in a very ritzy TJ Hotel bar, and uh, it feels great to be back in Mexico, and it also feels great to show prep in a very ritzy TJ bar where the Dos Equis are 25 pesos, which is, which is just a little bit over a dollar. That's, uh, that's efficient drinking, my friends. We, uh, we definitely took our time, took our time show prepping. So, uh, so uh, we've, had, we've had a good day, and uh, we, hope, we hope you have too, Fish B and I. So... Uh, Fishby couldn't bring down the bass guitar, the guitar, or the Latin triangle. We only had so much room on this flight. It was a tiny plane from Spokangeles to San Diego. So tonight we're going to go with an old school 17 questions. You, me, Fishby, let's make this magic happen. What's your best TJ survival guide? I actually get this question quite a bit, and there, there's far more experts than I, uh, but I can offer a few items of advice. One, I don't care what you've heard stateside, damn near as I can, and I haven't done a lot of asking around, but I feel like someone would have mentioned it to me. I've spent enough time here. There are no donkey shows. There are no interspecies sex acts that you get to go pay money to observe, and even if there was, why would you go? I haven't heard no, there's no, there's no rumors of donkey shows in TJ. I'm sorry. Next, be polite to everyone. You're a guest here. Act accordingly. I think that's true anytime you're out of the country. Uh, three, no, you don't want Percocet. You don't want Vicodin. You don't want Oxycontin. If you're a gringo walking around the crowded streets, you will get offered it a lot. And no, you don't want it. What kind of moron is going to buy a pill? I mean, you can go to a pharmacy and you can talk to a doctor for 60 pesos. They typically charge you a little more if you're seeking a controlled substance. That said, you can go to a legit, legit doctor attached to a legit pharmacy. You don't get it on the street. That's a recipe for a fentanyl overdose, for sure. Um, oh, here's something that a lot of people don't realize. But if you're, uh, if you're Spanish, uh, if you describe it as un poquito, uh, and you're using a lot of sign language to communicate things, use, use the thumbs up sign and not the okay sign. It's not a white supremacist thing. But down here, OK is fairly close to a recognizable gang symbol. So thumbs up, not OK. Uh, don't be afraid of TJ. This is a big, beautiful, wonderful city full of life, full of food, full of amazing people. And everyone that told you that, that TJ is some kind, of, some kind of scary metropolis that people go to and never return, total and utter just just lies, lies. This is this is an amazing city, and I, I love coming down here. Uh, this is really important. This is really important. This next point I'm going to make. I was walking around Saturday night, 
and I swear it, there were these had to be the two dumbest gringos, the two dumbest white people in all of TJ, because they were fighting, fist fighting in the middle of a public street. I don't care how angry you get. You have to be angry to the point you're ready to spend at least 48 hours in a TJ jail before you get... I don't care how much your honor has been disrespected. I, unless you're to the point that uh, punching someone in the face and getting hit in the face yourself is worth 48 hours in a TJ clink, don't fight. Again, this goes back to be polite to everyone. You're a guest. Act accordingly. And, and you'll be just fine, but you, you, you can't fight. Defuse these situations. Don't, 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 don't amp, amplify them with your, uh, your, your electric testosterone there, playboy. And uh, I suppose lastly, uh, if, if, if you've never asked yourself how many tacos can you eat in one day, what a, what a perfect opportunity to find out. Um, there's a bunch of little other odds and ends that, for the most, for the most part, are common sense. Uh, if you want to bring a car down here, I would bring it down and park it. Uh, driving is a little. Uh, I'd leave it to the experts. I'd leave it to the professionals. But again, you are, you are the master of your domain. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just little old Bob. So, question two: Have you been to Club Hong Kong yet? Club Hong Kong. A world famous and dare I say potentially the greatest exotic cabaret in the entire world. And as an exotic cabaret connoisseur, whether it's the Spearmint Rhino in Vegas or Magic City in Atlanta, fuck yeah, I've been there. I'm an exotic cabaret connoisseur, and I think this one is the best in the world. It's huge, three floors, and I don't want to do too much more of a commercial for Club Hong Kong, because, oh, by the way, it's also a, it's also a brothel. Which is different here. I, I know that has a negative connotation, and by the way, if you're, if you're kind of making a face right now at the word brothel, I want you to go fuck yourself and your puritanical values. I, no offense, no offense, but fuck you and your puritanical values. I mean, seriously, get over it. Not only, not only is it legal, every girl there is licensed. They have to go get a medical test. It's, it's just like Amsterdam and the red light district. Maybe even better. So anyway, I don't want to have this moral debate with you right now if we can avoid it. But I was there, talk about lucking out. I mean, good grief. So I was there on Saturday, and I ended up talking to uh, one, of, one of what I'm going to say uh, the most beautiful women in all of TJ. And in uh, my Montessero, my waiter, uh, uh, we, were, uh, we were getting along fine, someone that I knew from before. And uh, he was setting up a table for VIP service, and he didn't want anyone to come take the table. So he asked me and this young lady if we, could, if we could guard the table. I'm like, dude, trust me, no one is sitting at this table. I don't, I don't have a lot of responsibility, so when someone gives me some, I take it very seriously. I'm like, we're going to guard the fuck out of this table, right? So it turns out we're guarding it for these three friends of the owner of Club Hong Kong. And they're these Acapulco businessmen that are in town for 
business, but it's Stony Tony, Miguel, and Miguel. So, so it's me, Stony Tony, and the Miguels. And they get bottle service. I mean, we had, it's just us and then all these girls. But we had two bottles of Goose, three bottles of Patron, and just bucket after bucket of beer. I didn't get home till late. Needless to say, a good time was had by all. My thanks to Stony Tony and the Miguels. See, when you're a nice person and you're nice to everyone, every now and again, nice things happen to you on vacation. That was a, it was a night I'll remember forever. It was, a, it was, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, question three. How, how, how are your sobriety clocks? <laughs> how, are my, how are my sobriety clocks? They're, they're paused. They're paused. I mean, I mean we, haven't, we haven't given up. The sobriety clocks. That would be that would be insane, but they're 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 paused. They're paused. Next question. Have you ever sent a dick pic? I think I've been asked this before, honestly, and the question is what it's always been. Uh, no. No, if, you, if someone claims to have a dick pic of me, rest assured, that's an imposter cock. It's, 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 not, uh, it's not real. It's not mine. It's not mine. No. Never, uh, never, never had any desire to, nor as a, as a, as a quasi-public figure, nothing, nothing good happens with a dick pic. There, there, there is no... I, I, I understand why one sends them. One, one sends obnoxious things because they're, they're either trying to get a picture back or they're trying to get laid. Hooray, hooray. Uh, I'm not interested in either of those things. So I haven't had sex in years, I swear. I'm, a, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I just do my thing. Not, not, even, not even at the Hong Kong. Not even at the, at the Hong Kong. Question five. Who's your second choice for president? Huh. See, no, I've, I've, been, I've been all over this election, but in fairness to me, this election started so long ago. I remember when I was in TJ last time, last March and February, I, 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 was, I was explaining why I thought Mayor Pete was an excellent candidate. So I started at Mayor Pete, and then, and then I liked Kamala for a while, and then I liked Elizabeth Warren for a while, and then I'm like, you know what? Gosh, Elizabeth Warren's just not going to fucking work. It's just, it's, just, it's just not going to work. And, and then I've gone over to Amy Klobuchar, but she might not even make the next debate. So Amy Klobuchar is, is my favorite right now. She's the dark horse. Keep your fingers crossed for her because she can actually win. And, and, and all her policies are things that actually have a chance of passing Congress, as opposed to Elizabeth Warren, who's going to get... I know she has a plan for everything, a plan for everything. She's going to be able to get 25 to 30% of one thing, of one thing. My second choice, I mean, I like Cory Booker a lot. Oh, sorry, I, uh, some music started to play in the background. That was, that was weird. Um, that fish bee, I tell you, he's all over the place. Uh, Cory Booker, I like. I, I mean, Mayor Pete, I think, is going to be the, the vice president. Um, I guess Booker for, for my second choice. Eh, yeah, Nick, can we just move on? Just move on. Uh, 
What can you do with a flexible family of products? Uh, uh, Phil Swift and his infomercials, those flexible family of products, they, they are all over the telly, are they not? I would like to take some of that spray or maybe some of that tape that it's like permanent adhesive. You can't get it off. And, and I would like to put some over my nose and mouth and see if I do, in fact, grow gills. That's the, that's the worst use of Flex Seal tape ever, and now we're uh, legally obligated to say that was a joke, and uh, we were kidding, and uh, under no circumstances should you ever try a Flex Seal family of products and your airways. Unless I... No, there, there, is, there, there isn't an asterisk to that. There isn't. I'm pretty sure it says on the fucking can, the fucking bottle, whatever it is, that you're not supposed to get it near your airways, but... I'll leave that. I'll leave that between you and Flex Seal. I'm I, I'm legally out of it now. I'm legally out. That was that was a joke. That was a joke. How closely are you following the Canadian election? Well, I I, I know there I know there's a chance that uh, that, that that Justin Trudeau uh, may not win. I've heard that. But really, all, all I know of Canadian politics is uh, everyone in Canada uh, lives in a log cabin. And all the cars run on maple syrup. That's that. That's the extent. And Justin Trudeau's your prime minister. Like, for example, you you think I'm dumb? You think that's dumb? Okay. On the count of three, let's both name how many political parties in Canada we can name. Are you ready? How many Canadian political parties can you name on the count of three? One, two, three, go. You got the exact same number as me. Zero to one. Zero to one. I'm there at zero, but if you got one, it doesn't make you better than me. All right. What's next, Fishby? Question eight comes from Fishby himself. Yo, it's me, Fishby. Can we host the CBS Evening News? Uh, the network of, 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 of Murrow, Cronkite, and formerly Glore... Now, Nora O'Donnell, who I've always liked, but Jeff Glore got fired because he was getting killed in the ratings, and Glore was only making $2 million a year. Apparently, CBS doesn't mind being third, but they'd like to be a respectable third, and now they're a distant third. So they fired Glore, who was making two mil. They upgrade or, or promoted Nora O'Donnell from CBS this morning, or whatever the fuck they call it, and they're paying her $7 million a year. And since they've put Nora O'Donnell in there, their numbers have not risen at all. In fact, in fact, they've gone down. So at this point, honest to God, I think they could put Fishby and I on doing this show, or even Fishby and I just, just doing nothing. Just, just Fishby and I just staring at a camera with a picture of Edward R. Murrow behind us. And I'm pretty sure we could pull comparable ratings to Nora O'Donnell. Sure, I mean, she's got a lot of staff. I mean, they work very, very hard on the CBS Evening News. But we would bring, we would bring spectacle. And I think, I think in fact, I don't want to do any news. If, give, if me and Fishby are given the job, I think just staring at the camera, trying to blink as few times as possible, ratings dynamite, perhaps CBS, perhaps a respectable third. Question nine, who wins the NBA title this year? 
God, I love basketball. Season tips on Tuesday. I have no idea. I, I mean, really, really none. I, I mean, the Lakers, now that they've added the unibrow, they look good. The Clippers look good. Could be a surprise team out of the West. Or, you know, if, if Giannis stays healthy in, healthy in Milwaukee, maybe Milwaukee? I really don't know, and I'm not in the mood to lie to anyone. So let's move on. Question 10. Was the G7 summit at President Trump's Doral a joke? God, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, it, it was, I mean, the entire White House had to know that that was just absolutely going to be universally panned and dismissed. So they, they put it out, and then four or five days later, they say, huh, never mind. So was it a joke? What, what was it? President Trump just throwing out a, shi- a shiny object to distract the media because last week was the worst week of press coverage he's had, and he's had a lot of bad weeks. But man, this Ukraine thing and, and everyone testifying before Congress, this is not good. I mean, was it, was it just a shiny object? Was it, was it just a, a bone so delicious that the press couldn't resist and that's why he did it? Or is that just part of it? And the other part of it was promoting a resort that's not doing very good, that's been sued for a, uh, a bed bug outbreak. You know, when you're when you're in the luxury resort business, uh, nothing spells doom like a bed bug outbreak. Apparently, Doral has had one of those reportedly. Notice I legaled myself up there on both sides. And then, uh, I mean, the thing's going to be in June. Uh, June in uh, South Florida is sweltering. I actually like it because you sweat so much. I think you just, it's, it's very healthy. You release a lot of toxins, but most, most, most people don't like that kind of heat. Um, so yeah, who, who knows? I mean, was it, was it a joke? Was it, was it promotion? Was it, or, or are, are they so tone deaf? They actually thought they could kind of get away with some kind of third world dictator self-dealing and everyone would go, yep, you're right. Doral is the perfect spot for this motherfucker. You are... You are absolutely correct. Next question, Fishby. Thank you. Question 11. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Yes, finally, the, the heady intellectual part of the show. Who's my favorite uh, Kardashian? You know, just because she was so ridiculed a million years ago when the show first came on the air, I mean... Even Eminem, I mean, given at the time he was dissing everyone, but went after the ugly Kardashian. I like Chloe. I and maybe there's maybe there's a little little Hollywood magic behind this, or maybe there's not. I I don't follow them closely enough to know, even though I like all the Kardashians. But Chloe Kardashian to me, she she's I think she's the nicest of the bunch. I think she might be the most grounded of the bunch because she has been been ridiculed, and unlike her sister, she actually has a little bit of uh, a little bit of humility. And I think I think she's the most attractive one at this point. Call me uh, call me crazy. I, I I don't think you will. You, all right, call me what you want. You're right. Someone someone with my mental limitations shouldn't uh, utter the phrase "call me crazy." Touche. Touche. Question 14. 
Don't. No. It was on purpose. It was on purpose. 12 to 14 on purpose. Uh, why did David Duke endorse Tulsi Gabbard? That's uh, yeah, weird. Uh, but see, David Duke, didn't he endorse Tulsi Gabbard? I mean, it's October now. Didn't he endorse her back in January? Right? And then, and then Hillary Clinton has actually come out and talked about how, how someone in the field, not naming any names, Hillary's not, she, she's not naming any names, but Hillary, just there's an asset in there. I know we talked about that a little last week. You know, I, this is the kind of thing, I mean, th- this is a career ender. If it's not true, the innuendo that you're some kind of asset for Russian intelligence, it's, uh, that's not nice. They say politics ain't beanbag, but it, that's, uh, that's not nice. That's not nice. Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. Why can't we just move into a hotel? Well, um, here's the, here's the thing, Fish B, and I don't, I don't want to speak too harshly, but, but for, for, for most people, exclusively living in a hotel uh, probably isn't the right economic decision. I haven't read a lot of Susie Orman books, but I'm pretty sure in the world of personal finance, that might not... Uh, might not be the shrewdest move. That said, I think Fish B, I mean, I think we do have aspirations of someday being the first U.S. podcast to do a residency in TJ and, you know, let the bidding begin. Let the, let the bidding begin. I, w- I would also like to be a, uh, some Mescal company, preferably with uh, an impressive digital reach. Uh, I'm willing to be your United States ambassador. You, uh, you, you swirl that one around the conference table, Mezcal marketing directors. We'll talk. You, uh, I don't know. I, I say get a hold of me on LinkedIn, but I don't even know if that's uh, if that's even right. Uh, yeah, don't don't even worry about it. Don't worry about getting a hold of me. I just just think it, and I'll know. Fish Beal, no. Extra dimensional telepathy. Or you can always uh, DM me on some kind of uh, social media, I suppose. 16, question 16. 17 questions, we're getting there. Uh, what should I watch on Netflix this week? Well, it's global media ombudsman, sure. Uh, what did I watch? Oh, I, I, I want to watch The Laundromat, which, which, which is based on the Panama Papers. That's a, that's a Netflix original film, so I haven't seen it. Can't recommend it. But the five-part documentary series, Unnatural Selection, which is all about the implications of, of finally mapping the human genome and this CRISPR technology and designer babies and designer dogs that glow in the dark. It's, it, it's really profound, and this technology has, has, and this knowledge has changed the world so much, so quickly. I am, uh, it's an excellent baseline because I think this is an issue. It's important for you to understand in the, to understand the news over the next five, 10, 20 years. 
what we're doing to the human genome and, and animal, this is important. When, when, we can, when we have the power to play God and go in and edit DNA and insert whatever the fuck we want there. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, everyone, hold on. That, that's the sound of a fish bee uh, spilling a, uh, spilling a Dos Equis. That's, that's, that's the sound that was. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a lot of Dos Equis, just a, just a little bit, but let's, uh, let's see if we can't get that off the, uh, get that off the MacBook, probably. Okay, uh, all right. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Everyone, just, just entertain yourself. I'm going to grab a napkin. It's fine, it's fine. These things happen. It's a, it's a small table in a big podcast. Hold on. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. Everything's okay. Everything's fine. I think, I think, I think. I'm just, just a guy cleaning, just a guy cleaning. Hold on. That's, we're not too worried about the legal pad. We're significantly more concerned about, uh, about over here. Oh, yeah, okay, all right, garage, yeah, still, uh, still podcasting. That's a real relief. Hold on, let me, uh, let me find my cans. <clears throat> and luckily, we were at uh, the very end here anyway, so apologies, apologies, but whatever. Question 17, as always, our last question belongs to our nine-year-old executive producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player. And tonight he writes, have you ever borrowed someone's goat? Have I, uh, have I ever, I don't know, Fish V, have you ever borrowed someone's goat? Really? Okay. Have you ever borrowed someone's goat? Whoa, Jesus! I tell you, you spear, uh, you spill uh, Dos Equis on things, and the show really goes out the window. But I mean, what what am I gonna do? Start over? You know, I'm going to uh, going to Dandy Dulcer. Uh, no, I've never I've never borrowed anyone's goat. Incredible question, son. Very very insightful. Really really hitting it out of the park tonight. So uh, we'll uh, Fish B and I we'll be back tomorrow for another edition of Seventeen Questions. Uh, you do yourself a favor. Uh, when you're at your job, uh, try not to spill your Dos Equis, which cost 25 pesos, anywhere near your workspace. Man. Gosh. Dang it. No, I'm kidding. Everything's fine. I love you. Have the best night. Have the best day ever. Buenas noches. Buenas dias. Uh, me and Fishby. Back tomorrow. Till then. Adios, amigos.